Hey guys, happy Monday and welcome to To Make a Short Story Long, the podcast where I, Annie, and sometimes guests um, talk about how to practically live out your faith. Um, I am sitting here in my living room, on the floor actually, because I randomly wanted to sit on the floor, um, drinking my second cup of coffee today and just enjoying the almost fall time. Um, fall is one of my favorite seasons of the year. I think honestly all of the seasons have something um, wonderful about them, but I love the fall. Uh, I know that's probably everyone feels that way. Um, I know it probably also makes me a little bit of a basic white girl, which is okay, but um. I just enjoy the season. My birthday is um, in the fall and so many of my friends' birthdays are in the fall. Um, I love the colors and and just being able to wear cozy clothes. (laughs) I don't know why I'm telling you guys this. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm a little little bit hyper because of the amount of caffeine I've had today. Today we are actually, I'm going to be talking to you guys about um, my thoughts on Enneagram and self-development and all of those different things, um, which I'm really excited about. Uh, (laughs) I have about four different thoughts. I might have some tangents here here and there. Um, But yeah, it's something that people are talking about a lot nowadays. it's something that is genuinely fun to talk about. Um, and I like it. I think it's, I think it's great. Um, (laughs) I am, for those of you wondering, I'm an Enneagram one, um, one wing two technically. Um, so that means I am the reformer or the perfectionist, if you will. Um, it's funny because I didn't really think that this I mean, I resonated with a lot of it, a ton of it, but I didn't really think the like title of the perfectionist really described me, but then (laughs) my friends were like, no, it, it, it kind of does a little bit. Um, so that was, that was kind of funny, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to get into a, a few thoughts that I have about it. Um, so kind of thought number one is, I think overall, Enneagram, self-development, all, all of that stuff is great to think about and gives you the tools and gives you tools to use, but it's not the full picture. And I'll kind of unpack that a little bit. Um, and I might actually have to unpack like what the Enneagram means and what, the, what self-development means. I know that sounds kind of dumb, but some people might not know. Um, Enneagram is basically a personality test. Um, where you, uh, primarily it, it does tell you kind of, it says like your strengths and weaknesses, but it does talk a lot about like your shadow side for lack of a better words. Um, and where you go when you are, or like how you act when you're unhealthy, how you act when you're healthy, all of those things. Um, and then personal development, <laughs> which I'm sure everyone knows what that is, but um, 
I am just going to read the definition. It's a way for people to assess their skills and qualities, consider their aims in life, and set goals in order to realize and maximize their potential. So all good things. And I just want to start out by saying, like, I think it's great to um, kind of figure out, like, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Um, what are your goals for life? For your life? What... Um, what do you want to accomplish? Um, what would it take to get there? Um, all of those good things. Um, I think it's awesome. And I, and I use the things that I've learned about myself in everyday life. Like I, um, like habits that I've formed or I do like sometimes, like I read a book on like how to be better at like forming habits. Um, Cause I think those can be very, very helpful. Um, like basically make the bad habit inaccessible <laughs> as inaccessible as possible and make the good habit as accessible as possible. Um, I think that can really, really, truly benefit you so much in life. And it has benefited me so much in life and just kind of like figuring out a little bit more about yourself, yourself and how people even see you, how you see yourself, um, how you actually are (laughs) versus uh, how you see yourself or even how other people see you. It's, it's very, it's fascinating. It's, it's fun to talk about. Um, I think it's good to talk about. I think they are great resources and tools and all of that good stuff. And um, why I say it's not the full picture is because I think we have, for me, I, I feel like I've heard people talk about the Enneagram specifically um, in terms of like, well, that's not my strength. I'm not going to do that. That's not, um, or this is always going to be a weakness of mine, like, you know, and I think that sometimes we use it as an excuse. And I think it's not the full picture because sometimes it, it does put us in a box and it puts other people in a box and we are more complicated than a specific number <laughs> or a specific a set of characteristics. Um, people are complicated and that doesn't even take into account God and the Holy Spirit and um, and just his leading in our lives and his strengthening in our lives. Like, I think about in the Bible, I believe it's, yeah, Moses, when um, God is like, you're going to like set my people, you're going to help set my people go. Um, and he's like, who am I? Like, I'm like, like I stutter, like all these things. And like, I can't do that. And um, I think we're so sometimes so quick to be like, nope, that's not a strength of mine. Whereas sometimes that like God <laughs> uses people that are like, and uses you in a way that sometimes it's it's not going to be working in your strengths. It's going to be working um, even in something that could, could be a weakness, but he's going to strengthen you. And he is going to do, do the work. Um, and so I think that is, is a huge thing. And I, I would just never want anybody to be so attached to their their number, their Enneagram number and kind of excuse like their, their 
their faults, I guess. Um, um, because for example, if you're like a very angry person and I don't remember what, I don't know what Enneagram like has trouble with anger. Like I know I did when I was younger, I had like a, a real issue with anger and, um, I think it might be a thing with the one, I'm not sure, but, uh, it was something that it wasn't righteous anger. It wasn't like the way I was using it was in a simple way. And that sounds really crazy. Like I was doing something crazy. I wasn't, it was just like, uh, like, you know, like taking my anger out on people that were like undeserving, being harsh with my words and, and all of that stuff. Um, that is what I mean. (laughs) Um, so I, I just, I would never want to have thought it's okay for me to be like, to be, to be in sin. And I'm not saying all anger is sin. That's not what I'm saying. I think sometimes it is. And, and there's a, and, uh, sometimes when you're angry, you do sin. And sometimes when you're angry, you do not sin. So, um, but for me, I was, um, and I would never want that to, be something that I kind of excuse like, Oh, it's just, it's just how I am. Um, even though that might be, you know, but the Lord works and he, he doesn't there, you know, there's nothing. If he wants to do something with your life in your life, uh, it is not bound by your personality, by your set of characteristics, all of those things. Like, he will, he will find a way, he will make a way. He, it just, yeah. Um, and that's, that's kind of what I'm saying about it. Like, that's why it's not like your Enneagram or any other self-development, your strengths, your, all of those things, um, are not the full picture. And I, and I know everybody knows this. Um, uh, but I think that sometimes it's so easy to, to know it, but then not act like it to be like, Oh, I can never do that. Even though like, like maybe God gave you like a grand dream, a vision or, or whatever. It doesn't have to be grand, but, and you're like, wow, no, like that would never be me. Um, I think that that would be really sad. Like for example, another example is when I was younger, I was super, 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 super shy, so shy, so quiet, all of those things. And for me, it was like a like I was very timid. Um, and as I got less timid, I kind of was able to, uh, like, I just naturally wasn't like, I I think I'm a more quiet person, but I don't know, maybe I'm not anymore. I don't know, but it wasn't like a natural thing for me. For me, it was like fear and, and being timid. And, um, as I grew up, I, I got, I gained more confidence, all of that stuff, but I would have never expected to be, um, doing fundraising, um, and basically asking people for money. That's what I do for my everyday job. I don't know if I've said that, mentioned this on, mentioned that on the podcast, but I, uh, do fundraising for a nonprofit organization called Eastside Academy, which I love so much. Um, it's like an alternative high school for students, uh, um, uh, students that I've, have either like struggled with drug or alcohol addiction in the past, um, or, um, mental health issues. It, they come to our school for a variety of reasons. Um, but they get like education, counseling, mentorship, 
all, all of that good stuff. Anyway, so I fundraised for them. And like a couple of years ago, I had this dream. And I, looking back, I did not think it was like a dream from the Lord, even though I, th- I think that is very possible. And now, at the time, I didn't think it was a dream from the Lord. Now, looking back, I know it was. But I had this dream where I was standing in front of a whole bunch of people. And it was like at an event or something. And I was asking them for money. And I remember telling my friend Letitia about it. And uh, and I was an intern. I was just out of high school at the time. I was an intern at the, ch- at the church I was attending. She was also an intern. And I was telling her about this dream. And she was like, oh, like Annie, do you think that would be something that you would like to do in the future? And I was like, heck no. That sounds horrible. That sounds like the most horrific thing I could possibly imagine and lo and behold like now that's what I'm doing and honestly it's wild how I got here like that sounds weird it it like happened in very common ways but at the same time it's crazy to look back and just see how God has directed and led me so well and it just, I love my job. Like I really do. I like fundraising. I, I genuinely like it. Um, but that is something that wouldn't quote unquote fit in my personality, Enneagram type, something that I would not have ever considered to be a strength of mine. It doesn't make sense. Um, but here I am, right? Um, so yeah, that's kind of number one. And a lot of these are going to be kind of interwoven. Um, so yeah. Uh, number two is habits and goals are good, but it should always come with surrender and direction from the Holy Spirit. So habits and goals, uh, <laughs> I I love them. Um, I think they're great. I think it's great to have a goal. I think it's great to build habits 100%. Like I think we need to... Um, like in a lot of ways it it helps grow you and help you um get to know uh the the lord better with like for example making a habit of reading your bible that sort of thing um but uh just everything that you have that you yourself plan for your life which I know as, as Christians, as many of you guys are that are listening, um, we, you know, we're like, okay, like, this is kind of what I want to do with my life. This is what I feel like I'm called to do, all that stuff, but always keeping it with an open hand. Um, and also, may, maybe not everybody is thinking that or saying that, uh, like, God direct me in this area of just like goals for my life, career for my life, all, all of those things. Maybe not everybody is, is asking that, but I think, I think we should. Um, and I think that, you know, what, what is that verse where it's like, oh, I'm going to look it up guys. It's like the Lord, the man, man makes plan but the lord directs his steps this is bad podcasting right here <laughs> okay oh yeah proverbs 16 9 
In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes his steps. Um, I think it's totally fine, yeah, to have goals, have habits, all of those things. Um, but then always to just continually surrender those to God and, and check in and say like, Lord, is this your will? Is this what you want from me? Is this, um, yeah, like all, all of those things. And I'm not saying that that's going to be clear a hundred percent of the time. I totally don't think that. I think more than likely it won't be clear until after the fact. Um, at least that has been my experience with things. However, I think just like having that, that heart of surrender, um, that posture of open hands, um, for God to lead us in whatever way, um, is, is, is so, so good to have at the same time. Um, so yeah, that would be number two. Um, number three, uh, uh, self-development, it teaches you discipline, which is so good. Discipline helps you to abide, etc. But obedience may sometimes look countercultural to self-development and our Enneagram types. Again, kind of saying the same thing, but different. Um, I 100% think that the Bible does not frown upon discipline. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a wonderful thing. Um, I think it is uh, fantastic. And and I mentioned that it helps you to abide. And I 100% stand behind that. I think that sometimes... It is about like, okay, my goal in, in life, right, is to, like my main goal is to love God and love people. Um, and to do both of those, I need to spend time with God. And that is a huge priority for me. And it's like, I, if I make that a goal in my life, right, um, in my day, um, I have to do things. I have to to get to that. And so, yeah, sometimes it does feel like a discipline to read my Bible, to, to pray, to, to do that and make it like a habit in my life. And it's not just like a habit in my life. Um, although some days it, some days it is, some days I'm, I'm not feeling it. I don't want to, um, I'd rather do other things. Um, it is, something that is what I want my life to be about. And so making the time for it and creating the space to be able to do it, um, is, is what I need. And I think it's, it's good. And that does come down to like, yeah, figure out how, what works well for you to spend time with the Lord. Um, it's like anything else in life. Like the things that we do, if they're a little bit easier than, you know, going to bed, which sometimes that's not easy for people. Like it wasn't easy last night for me. I literally couldn't sleep. But anyway, um, if it's any sort of level of <laughs> not easy, we're going to avoid it. Um, and I think the best things are really like quite difficult but 
it's, it's so good to just push through that, like exercising, right? Or like taking care of your body. Um, so, so good for you. Hard to do because it's in the mundane, little by little, everyday life stuff that builds up those muscles. Same thing with abiding in Christ and being in a relationship with Christ. Like, I mean, maybe not exactly the same, but, um, it's in the mundane and the everyday, like going to him over and over again, trying to get to know him over and over again. Um, it's in those, in, in, in those times. And I think that, yeah, I mean, self-development does have a role to play in this. Um, it, yeah, it, hopefully you learn a little bit about like, oh, this is kind of, how I could maybe not motivate myself, but build a habit, uh, and, and all of that stuff. Um, uh, and then, but I, I did say at the end of it, but obedience may sometimes look countercultural to self-development and our Enneagram types. Um, so like me being obedient to God's call in my life to fundraise, it looked countercultural to my personality type now just of because of how much I've grown in the last 10 years okay maybe like five six years not 10 years yet but um it I like never expected to be where I'm at it didn't make sense um all that stuff um but yeah, sometimes obedience is not going to look like maybe you have a plan to be like, okay, I'm going to this coffee shop. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to be obedient. Like I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do that. That's a great habit. Like every day is your habit to like go, I don't know, to a coffee. That's a lot. That's a lot of money to go to a coffee shop and read your Bible. Um, and you, you've done it and that's, and you're, building that habit in your life and it's going well and good and then one day you just feel clearly like the Lord is telling you like today you're gonna I don't know maybe you see someone there and like you you should go talk to that person or your friend calls you and they're in you know they've had like a horrible morning and you just feel like you should go and like hang out with them like sometimes obedience is not gonna look the same, or even if you're like your habit is like saving it, like a, I don't know, doing like being good with your finances, investing, saving, all that stuff. You give, you do all these things, all these things. But then the Lord, maybe He'll one day be like, "I want you to give a huge chunk of money," you know. And it doesn't make sense for your saving plan. Doesn't make sense for your investing slash even like your, your plans that you have for your money, but the Lord is like telling you to be obedient to him in another way that might look countercultural to, to building like your wealth or, or whatever it is, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, that's a huge, a huge thing. Um, that sometimes obedience doesn't look the same as (laughs) working in your strengths. Uh, the same as just like self-development would. Um, 
and kind of another one. I don't know if this is making sense. I hope this is making sense. I think it is, but hopefully. Anyway, the last kind of point I have is I think sometimes when we're thinking about the Enneagram, I mean, that's like the big one right now, right? Um, We're reading books. Like right now I'm reading the book Indistractable, uh, which is really good. You should read it. Well, actually, I shouldn't give you that recommendation because I don't know if it's quite good yet. Like right now, it seems like it's pretty good. Um, It's interesting to read, but it's kind of things that you kind of already know. Um, So (laughs) I'm like halfway through, but yeah. Um, When you're reading those books, when you're trying to like work on yourself, you know, you're trying to be like, Lord, like help me in this area in my life. Like, um all those things, maybe not even the, the, the last one, but, um, yeah, with like all the personality tests, all the like wanting to know your, yourself and all that stuff sometimes. And I do really, really think this, um, sometimes I think it just causes us to think about ourselves too much. Like, and I'm not saying that in a judgmental, harsh critical way at all completely not um but I think that there is a time and a season and a way but sometimes I think we become too obsessed with it um where we're so focused on just like thinking through things and discovering um things uh that we've some sometimes forget like hey let's let's think about other people let's not let let's uh figure out like who can who does god want me to like see today who does god want me to talk to today um or even just like thinking about god thinking about other people thinking about um anyone else i think sometimes in those moments of you can be like serving somewhere um, that in itself causes you to, I think like actions and stuff really truly is what like causes you to, to change. Um, if you need to change, you know, I think that, um, just like living life, like, I feel like sometimes we can get so stuck in like putting a pause on our lives a little bit. Um, and kind of being like, I'm going to spend this time to, uh, just really dig into all this stuff. I'm not saying that that is necessarily a bad thing. I could be, it could be a good thing to kind of retreat, slow down, figure things out. But if that's just like your everyday, um, Sometimes maybe the Lord is telling you like, okay, we'll, we'll come back to that. Or we'll, we're going to do it. We're going to do it a different way. We're going to, you're going to know yourself better by serving others, or you're going to know yourself better by knowing me better. Um, I think sometimes we forget about that aspect of, I guess the equation, (laughs) even though it's not an equation. Um, but we forget that aspect of it. Like, Sometimes it's not just in how well do we know ourselves. Um, 
it is in just like how well do we know the people around us how well do we know our father um and what is he calling us to do and let's do it let's do it even though it doesn't feel like it belongs in our our perfectly uh planned out goals or life or it doesn't feel like it belongs um with what the world says that we can do because of our personalities um or maybe it's a season where it doesn't feel like it belongs in that season but you feel like the lord is telling you like no this is this is the season for it um let's not like get be scared of that because it doesn't make sense um I think that, (laughs) excuse me, I think that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Um, Oh my gosh, I literally thought that I was going on and on and that it had paused. I was like so scared that I lost like 20 minutes of my recording. Anyway, I guess that I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is that God is bigger than you know the enneagram than self development stuff and i'm not i'm not uh bashing any of that if you love it and stuff like that's fine um i'm not bashing it at all i think that it's they are good tools um but don't let them direct your life let the lord direct your life and you know he can do that in so many ways your life is not going to look like my life um that doesn't mean you're gonna you know like when you surrender your life to the lord that he's going to be like okay great you're going to be a missionary in southeast asia like you know it might but it might not it might be like you're going to be a software engineer at microsoft and and that's how it's going to look uh but yeah, let let the Lord direct your life. He's going to use his conversations with you, his conversations with other people. Yeah, it he might be it might be what are you, what are you good at? What are you good at? Uh what are your strengths? Um what would you like doing? Um it could it could be like it could not be those. It could be like, oh, this is a weakness of mine, but the Lord is calling me to it and somehow he's going to make a way. <laughs> um, and so it's not, it's not a formula. Like that's not it at all. Um, but he's, you know, it could be so many different things. Um, but like how, how are you going to bring glory to his name? Like how are you going to do that every day? Um, and and how you work and how you show up and and I and I think about that a lot um and yeah I don't again I don't know if this made sense (laughs) I hope it did uh but yeah those are those are some of my thoughts on the Enneagram on self-development um yeah I, I I like those two both I I'm hopeful this was helpful um to a certain degree and I uh, let me know what you guys think let me know what your thoughts are um on the Enneagram on self-development tools all of those things um let me know uh and I would I would love to hear from you 
uh, you can, um, I'm trying to figure out a better way than saying like, oh, you can DM me on Instagram, but I really, I haven't, I have a website and it's just not really where I want it to be at right now. So that's not going to be a thing for a little bit. Um, I haven't had the time to make it better, but, um, eventually I'm going to have a room there, space there where I'm going to write down a couple of thoughts and stuff, but anything I referenced will be in the notes on this podcast. I believe they're called the show notes. I don't actually know, but I've heard them referenced as show notes. So I hope that's right. Uh, and yeah, I hope your rest, the rest of your Monday is going well. I, um, uh, let me know how I can pray for you. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for this season ahead. You guys, I, I wrote an Instagram post about how I don't think that 2020 is a throwaway year and I 100 million percent stand behind that. I think that I am expecting God to move. I always do. I always expect God to move because he always is. He's always at work. He's always doing things and I don't think that he is just taking a time, like just chilling, just like, meh, I don't want to deal with the world in 2020. That's not him at all. And I'm just expecting, I'm expecting that some, I don't know, you know, I I am excited about the, the rest of the year and I'm excited for, um, how God is going to show up in so many people's lives. I'm excited how he's going to show up in my life and I'm excited for it. Anyway, with that, I will leave you guys to the rest of your Monday and um, let me know how I can be praying for you. Bye.